Episode 58, the 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year A. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of scripture, prayer and reflection. Let my prayer come into your presence. Incline your ear to my cry for help, O Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, as we gather together for this 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year A, Let us call to mind our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you were lifted up to draw all people to yourself. Lord, have mercy. You shouldered the cross to bear our suffering and sinfulness. Christ, have mercy. You open for your people the way from death into life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, graciously keep from us all adversity, so that unhindered in mind and body alike, we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom, chapter 6, verses 12 to 16. Wisdom is radiant and unfading, and she is easily discerned by those who love her and is found by those who seek her. She hastens to make herself known to those who desire her. One who rises early to seek her will have no difficulty, for she will be found sitting at the gate. 
To fix one's thoughts on her is perfect understanding, and one who is vigilant on her account will soon be free from care, because she goes about seeking those worthy of her, and she graciously appears to them in their paths, and meets them in every thought. The Word of the Lord My soul thirsts for you, O Lord my God. O God, you are my God, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands and call on your name. My soul is satisfied as with a rich feast, and my mouth praises you with joyful lips. I think of you on my bed, and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I sing for joy. My soul thirsts for you, O Lord my God. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who have died, so that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have died. For this we declare to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will by no means precede those who have died. For the Lord himself, with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds, together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore encourage one another with these words. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Keep awake and be ready. You do not know when the Son of Man is coming. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. Jesus spoke this parable to the disciples. The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept, but at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. 
the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there is not enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the banquet feast. And the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord The only thing that seems excessive in this story is, okay, they weren't prepared for the arrival of the bridegroom, they messed up. So, surely it's a happy occasion, a wedding, everyone's celebrating, everyone's in a good mood, the bridegroom's a nice guy. Why lock out the poor bridesmaids because they're a bit disorganised and unprepared? But this parable, like all parables, is designed to surprise and to shock, in this case to shock people out of their complacency. Firstly, it's like those modern-day internet memes that you see on social media. You had one job to do, and you blew it. That is, the whole purpose of a bridesmaid, in Jesus' time, was to await the bridal party and welcome them when they arrived, then precede them into the banquet feast. That was their role. If they missed the whole thing and came late, then especially due to carelessness and foolishness, what was the good of the whole role? They did not care enough about the bride and groom to do their job properly, and they let the whole show down. This parable was told to an audience who knew well how weddings worked in the community at that time, and it was common for the bridegroom to be significantly delayed, quite a long time and the bridal party would sometimes even playfully delight in catching people unprepared if the bridegroom came at an unexpected time. But in this parable it takes on a much more serious tone. But on a wider level, the parable has at least two universal warnings. It warns us that there are certain things which cannot be obtained at the last minute. It's far too late, for example, for a student to start preparing for a major exam when the day of the examination has come. It's too late for a person to acquire a skill or a personal quality or character if they do not already possess it, when some task offers itself to them suddenly. Similarly, it's easy to leave things so late that we can no longer prepare ourselves to respond. And likewise, one could leave things too late to prepare properly to meet God. As an example, in 1660, Mary, the Princess Royal of the time, lay dying of smallpox. She had a visit from her religious chaplain, who sought to tell her of the way to salvation. Her answer was delightful. She said, I have not left such a matter to this hour. Well said. To be too late is a tragedy. And if it is too late, it does not reflect on the goodness of the one who has already closed the door. It warns us that there are certain things which cannot be borrowed. The foolish bridesmaids found it impossible to borrow oil when they discovered they needed it. A person cannot borrow a relationship with God. They must possess it themselves. 
a person cannot borrow a character, they must be clothed in it. We cannot always rely on the spiritual capital of others and what they've been nurturing. There are certain things we must gain or acquire for ourselves, for we cannot borrow them from others. There's no sound with so much regret as the words, too late. We know that God is patient and compassionate and gives us so many opportunities for new starts, and we thank God for that mercy. But this parable is a warning for us to not take that for granted, and also to warn us that eventually the time will come when the door will close, and we must be humble, diligent and prepared. It takes a lifetime to foster and develop our character into qualities consistent with the gospel of Jesus and it is God's grace that forms that in us with our openness. It requires of us a constant openness and willingness to change and be transformed by God and a readiness that simply cannot be left to the eleventh hour. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As we await the return of the Saviour, we offer these prayers. For the followers of Christ, that our lamp of faith may always grow brightly. Lord, hear us. For students, that they may seek true wisdom in their studies. Lord, hear us. For those who are depressed, that people around them will offer them the precious gift of attention, listening and ongoing support. Lord, hear us. For our community, that amid the trials and ordeals of life we may learn a wisdom that reflects the mind of Christ. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health, especially those for whom we now pray, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For those with the lamp of faith alight, that the door of eternal life may be opened for them, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of the living and the dead, we are a people thirsting for you. We ask you to hear our prayers and quench our thirst with your love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose. Near restful waters he leads me. Let us pray. Nourished by this sacred gift, O Lord, we give you thanks and beseech your mercy that by the pouring forth of your Spirit, the grace of integrity may endure in those your heavenly power has entered. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts used in this program are for the purposes of worship and prayer, for listeners wherever you are. Prayers and chants, taken from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989, by the National Council of Churches of Christ in the United States. Adaptations to conform with Catholic liturgical norms, copyright 2009, by the National Council of Churches of Christ, United States. Psalm Tones, the melody line for the Psalms, by Howard Hughes, SM, copyright 1992, ICEL. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn, words based on 1 Corinthians 13, 11-13, set to original music by Paul W. Kelly, copyright 1996 and 2016. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. Contact us at paulwkelly68 at gmail.com. May God bless and keep you.